0: Live from the Creating Magic Vacation studio in St. Petersburg, Florida, this is Travel Talk Weekly. You're listening to episode number 83, original air date May 11th, 2021. Except for we're not live. Well, right now I am.
1: (laughs) That is true. Okay, fair enough.
0: I'm I'm live right now. It's like Saturday (laughs) Night Live. Even when you watch a repeat, they still say live from Saturday night, even though it's previously
1: recorded. Good point. Good point. April flew by, and we are already approaching mid-May And you know what's kind of cool is it seems like every week more and more travel news continues to happen in a good way for most of it. It's
0: like a tidal wave. Speaking of which, what cruise line may be leaving
1: Florida? Yeah, there have been a lot of changes recently in travel and specifically Florida that not everybody's too keen on. We did mention, I believe last week, there is no state mandate for people to have to wear masks.
0: I love it. But keep in mind. A business owner can require you to wear one, like Disney, for example. And I think having to wear a mask at Disney when you're outside is 100% useless. I said this from the day they said, okay, even if you're walking around outside at Disney Springs, you need to wear a mask. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're doing it for the optics because Disney is always a target for everything, like people being upset over the Snow White kiss. Don't even get me started on that topic. For bars and restaurants, that would be a very bad decision to make your clients wear a mask at this stage. Because if one place makes you wear them, people will just go to one where they don't have to.
1: Well, and our favorite dive bar, Kahuna's. And we're going there today for lunch. So they have no masks. Nobody has to wear masks. And it was so funny because one of the servers that we saw this weekend, she started during this whole mask thing. We have never seen her face. And
0: the only reason I knew is because her hair. She has like purple hair. Yeah. Oh, my my
1: gosh, how you doing, Kiki? And it was so weird. I was just like, we have never seen her face or her smile. And I think that's what a lot of people miss. You know, another one, Glory Days. It's a huge restaurant chain down here. No masks for guests, but their employees still need to wear one. So if you are visiting Florida, here's our little pro tip. Still bring your masks just in case. I know last time we were at our grocery store, they were still requiring masks. I think it's a little odd because now they're doing way more self-checkout, like they converted a whole bunch. So now it's like, that's like Germ Central, everybody touching the keypads and stuff. I
0: did go to Winn-Dixie, our grocery store the other day, and I think they made maybe one announcement, but you could hardly hear it over the PA system, but none of the workers cared if you had one on or not. Obviously, the employees have to. I did not wear one on purpose because I just wanted to see what would happen, and I would guess around 30 30% 30% of the people were not wearing one. I was thinking about this today. If you're an adult at Disney and you want to go to their Halloween party, you can't wear a mask. Yet when you're there, you have to wear a mask. I think it's a different kind of a mask. doesn't matter. Zero, a mask <laughs> is a mask is a mask. <laughs> the other huge announcement, and this one definitely affects the travel industry. Companies, at least Florida ones, are doing business here, cannot require proof that you have been vaccinated. Which means Florida doesn't support
1: vaccine passports like we discussed in last week's show. And one big cruise line really disagrees with this, so much so that they hinted they may leave Florida.
0: And that company is Norwegian Cruise Line. And their president, Frank Del Rio, didn't necessarily say they were going to leave Florida on multiple interviews, say for the Bahamas. He did say they really don't need Florida to operate. And I think... That is an insane statement because most of their business comes from Florida.
1: Yeah, well, and in addition to Norwegian Cruise Lines, they also own Oceana and Region 7 Seas, And I disagree that it's going to be super easy if they just like leave Florida. They do need Florida. Why? Because, sure, they could go and make their home ports in Cozumel, Jamaica, you know, wherever in the Bahamas. But people still need to fly there to get there. And a lot of people, they like driving to their cruise port. It's easier to get to and that's why the Florida ports, one of the reasons why they're so popular.
0: That's right cuz a lot of people do drive, you know, 8 to 10 maybe more hours to get down here knowing that either before or after their cruise, they can go to Disney, they can do stuff in Florida. And so yes, uh Norwegian, like Carnival and Royal Caribbean, they do own multiple cruise lines. And I remember back in December I was talking to our Norwegian rep and he said they're requiring vaccines for all crew members, meaning all employees not just on the ships. And at that time, They had not made a decision regarding guests, but now they have. All guests have to provide proof of vaccination and that's all ages, including kids.
1: Yeah, they're, they're one that is saying everybody. And we actually had several clients end up canceling their scheduled fall cruises on Norwegian because of that, because the vaccine isn't even available to younger kids. And requiring somebody to provide a proof of vaccination, at least for the state of Florida, is against their rule that they just came out with. I know. I do love our gov. Thank you, Ron DeSantis. In talking with another high-level cruise line executive, who shall remain anonymous, they said, how is a huge cruise line like Norwegian going to prove that all of their tens of thousands of crew members from all over the world that have access to different vaccines actually got it? He said logistically, that's just
0: crazy. Exactly. Norwegian can't give them the vaccines on the ship. Only certain companies can administer them, which makes sense. Who knows? Maybe... Every Norwegian ship is going to have
1: a CVS on board to give them vaccines. (laughs) Well, and keep in mind the overwhelming number of crew members that are not U.S. citizens. And for a variety of reasons, a lot of them are from India, the Pacific Islands, and Europe. So everything is all different.
0: We'll see how this plays out. But I think Norwegians should not take so tough a stand and kind of wait and see what happens. As opposed to saying, everyone, vaccinated, you're not coming on the ship. Or we're going to leave and we're going to home port out of... Some private island in the Caribbean. Who knows? In other travel news, Broadway is set to reopen at 100% capacity on September 14th. That's great news, but it's also kind of crazy to think that they're not doing a phased capacity for the reopen. I kind of know why.
1: Yeah, no, there is a good reason because they have been hit super hard during this whole pandemic. And if they aren't at full capacity, they will continue to lose money. So why even reopen? I mean, most shows lose money in general. So doing so with smaller crowds pretty much is a guaranteed loss. And
0: that does bring us to this week's topic, traveling in your backyard. And what we mean by that is many of you have not been able to travel for well over a year,
1: or maybe you weren't comfortable because of so many of the unknowns. And even if you are traveling, this idea of traveling local is a great way to support your local economy. We'll just
0: start with simple stuff. If you have the money, pick a local restaurant to visit like we're doing today, or maybe plan a weekend brunch if they have it or a date night. If you have a local restaurant that features a locally sourced menu, that's also a great place to visit. And supporting more than one business will also help your community.
1: I think we do our fair share of supporting our our local. We definitely do. We should get
0: like a trophy. A participation trophy. We should get one for participating.
1: (laughs) Another great thing that you can do locally, and it is kind of fun, is attend a festival. These are starting to come back. I know down here in Tampa Bay area, they're doing the Renaissance Festival that had been postponed. They did move the location. But there are festivals that are starting back up. So why not consider a festival? We went a few weeks ago to a local one. It's like the hot and spicy festival. It's all about like hot peppers, ghost peppers, pretty much trying to get the hottest things that you could possibly eat. Yes, everything,
0: everything hot, including my sunburn.
1: (laughs) That's true. And it was outdoors. And there were a lot of people that were there and a lot of vendors that were also local. It was something different to do, but still in our backyard
0: when it comes to music and concerts, it doesn't have to be a big stadium concert. Not that those exist anymore. I think they play arenas, but I don't know if they play stadiums anymore. But a lot of the smaller local bands are anxious to get back in front of crowds. That was a huge source of income for them. We went and saw our friend Joey on Cinco de Mayo. He is the bass player for the band called Straight Jacket Smile, and they are awesome. And while we were there, our friend Steve Lynch, the founder of the band Autograph, decided to pop in because I was texting him and saying,
1: get down here, Joey's Playing, come out and have a drink with us. Yeah, and the crazy thing was is that's the first time Steve has been out since we last saw him in September. And so when you do go out and you support some of these local bands, people they're so excited to be around other people. And if your area is just starting to open up, you know, look at your community calendar wherever you find out where your favorite local bands play and go and support them.
0: So anyway, Joey and his band were playing at a local place called Quaker Steak and Lube. And they have a great outdoor stage and a lot of the the seating areas covered plenty of space. And again, supporting him and also the local business.
1: Yeah, that was a good time. We had a great time. And I think you would be surprised at how many bands are ready to play. So if you are listening to this and you are a restaurant owner, or maybe you're thinking of having like a special event or something with your business, consider reaching out to one of those local bands and having them perform at your event. And with so many dining places, now having this whole outdoor dining area, it would be a pretty easy add on to just have that band added into the, uh, whether it's like a parking lot or however your business is set up. A pop-up stage. A pop-up stage, yes. (laughs) Car shows are another
0: thing we've started seeing come back in a big way. Our BMW club is meeting actually tonight down by Tropicana Field. That is the day that this airs for the first time since I remember. And there were so many things like cars and coffee. You know, we have a couple cars we like to take and, and you know meet other car owners. And until recently, they were hardly happening at all. And now they're all starting to come back. If you're into you know really cool cars and you like coffee, I almost guarantee you there's a cars
1: and coffee somewhere in your area. Those are fun events too. I like going because I know that they make you happy. Me likey cars. (laughs) (laughs) So another really fun thing to do for a little way to kind of travel locally is to go to a museum. And we have a fairly good number of those around in the Tampa Bay area. One of the most popular ones is the Salvador Dali Museum.
0: Yes, that's right in downtown St.
1: Petersburg. Yep. And then we have the Chihuly. Did I say that right? Chihuly. Chihuly. Yes, we have one of those. Cholula.
0: Is that a a hot sauce? (laughs) You know,
1: I can't. I'm not good with some of those. But one thing to know, if you are going to go to a museum, usually they're requiring reservations in advance because they're only admitting so many people in. And so if your area is just starting to reopen, consider going to a museum, but check the schedule and see if you can get tickets. Because I remember when I was on my trip in October in Denver, my girlfriends and I did a total last minute girls getaway. And We were going we loved to go to museums. We couldn't get in anything because they were all booked up.
0: And speaking of museums, over in Tampa, we have Mosey, the Museum of Science and Industry, which ironically enough, they had a whole big, ginormous field, and that's where the Renaissance Festival used to be before they moved it over to Dade City. Think about activities unique to your area. Like obviously in Florida it's a lot of water stuff. Going to the beach, going boating, going fishing, going to the Clearwater Marine Aquarium. Or if you're in New York City, As we mentioned earlier, make plans to see a Broadway show
1: or even just have lunch someplace in Times Square. Yeah, that would be super fun. I mean, wherever you live, go see something again for the first time. And of course, you probably have national parks or state parks somewhere close by. Probably within a few minutes. Yeah, probably. Those are always a solid choice. If you really want to step up your
0: local travel game, try doing a staycation. A couple of words of caution here. If you're in one of the states that has been shut down, And it's slowly reopening. Make sure you contact the hotel or resort to see what is actually open. You know, things like are the pools open, dining, stuff like that. And like you just said, what happened to you in Denver?
1: And if you've never watched an Aerial America show, I love this show. It's on the Smithsonian Channel. I know you get sick of me watching it. I really It's really like easy it. to fall asleep to. It is. Find the one that is for your state. And I guarantee if you watch that, you're going to get some ideas of some things that you can do right within your state that you probably have never even thought of. It's a great show. Again, that show is Aerial America on the Smithsonian Channel. And the whole show is like shot with a drone, which is pretty cool. Or helicopter. Or a lot a of it is a helicopter because I've seen the, the shadow. Ones, sometimes. Yes. Yeah.
0: Another fun way to get some ideas for local travel is to see where shows like diners, drive-ins, and dives was filmed and go there. They're always a local restaurant. And sometimes we all get used to going to the same places. That is totally us. And you forget this. there are some really cool places that maybe you haven't been to that aren't that far from where you live.
1: Yeah, right. Like we literally have our favorites in a rotation for, we do. for our meals that all we go within to. within three <laughs> miles. And I'm sure there are some other fun local spots that we should give a try. Maybe we'll venture out, and I don't know, though. I just kind of like staying in our circle. Getting back to travel can start with your local mini trips and
0: day trips. It doesn't have to be a big vacation, although... We do highly recommend those if you have the means.
1: (laughs) It's also a great way to discover how comfortable you are just getting back out. And for a mini trip, it can also help you remember how to pack and plan.
0: That is true. I know our first trips back, probably starting in around July after we had not traveled for a few months that often, we were definitely a little rusty. And We also didn't realize how many things had not yet reopened as travel was just getting back to opening.
1: Yeah, and it was definitely a little bit different. So whether you are planning a long vacation or a short one, get something on the books. And as I tell clients, travel is good for the soul. And the time you invest in spending with your family and friends is always worth it. If you've been locked up, you are ready to be out and doing stuff with the people you love. And I actually was telling a client this past week who her daughter was thinking of canceling and not going on the family's trip that they were going to meet up with grandpa. And she says, yeah, she just doesn't want to go because she has a friend at her school saying, well, they're going to be doing testing. You can't skip it. And this is what I told her. The test will always be there. Grandpa won't. So thankfully, she made the right decision to go on vacation. They're going to create great memories.
0: My little piece of advice. Yes, you can always skip a test. I'm living proof. (laughs) But that makes a good point. A great local trip could be a day trip, a day trip to see a family member and then taking them out to a local place to create some memories.
1: So do you have a a place in your area that you really are excited to go and see and experience? Maybe it's like a go-to or something new and different. Go on over to our social media. We would love to get more ideas of where people can go in your local area.
0: As always, thank you so much for tuning into this show make sure you listen next week. We have a very unique show because next week's topic is the Seven Continent Challenge. And here's the good news. Every
1: single one of you
0: already have at least one. (laughs)
1: that is good news and of course if we can help you book your next trip whether it's a staycation or that big long trip please reach out to us or your creating magic vacations travel advisor
0: and a quick reminder for those of you disney fans if you have booked a trip whether it's a trip to disney world disneyland a disney cruise or adventures by disney and you book with disney within the last 30 days reach out to us we can help you with that reservation
1: And the same goes for if you have any future cruise credit on any of the cruise lines. We'd love to help help you find the right cruise.
0: And we'll leave you with this. Remember, the world is a book, and those who don't travel read only a page. And guess what? The book is open. Start flipping some pages.
1: And, And let's get you back to the local vacation.